Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to week 38 of The Pocket Stylist podcast. Now we are running up to Christmas. So this is going to be an amazing conversation all about the Christmas day outfit, the Christmas party outfit, but more importantly about how you're feeling about it. So we'll get into that in a little bit more, but I'm joined today by Helen Goad and she's better known as the anxiety slayer. So hello, Helen, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me here. And yes, thank you for this. This is my first ever podcast. So thank you for breaking the ice. Oh, brilliant. You know, it's going to be great fun because when I looked at the date, um, when we discussed you coming on the podcast, I looked at the date and I thought, ah, okay. So it's the 9th of December. Now, at this point, we're running up to Christmas, but we're also running up to New Year. And it made me think, because in my world, I already know there's, there's this little bit of a, you know, a hubbub and a discussion and all that type of thing relating to the invitation that's just landed of there's a drinks party or the invitation that's landed of, you know, this year we're going to get together um, and, and the mums, the school mums are going to go out for, you know, that Christmas meal. Um, and then there's also New Year's Eve. That's another one that's coming up. So... Helen, in your experience, what starts to go through people's minds in the work that you've obviously done and the people that you've come into contact with, with those kind of invitations that are landing in emails and text messages and all that type of thing? Yeah, it's true. That sudden stomach flip moment of, oh my goodness me. I've got that invite. You know, you kind of know it's coming or it could be coming, but suddenly it then becomes absolutely real. And that stomach flip moment of, oh my goodness me, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do? Is it going to be okay? But not maybe just what you're going to wear as well, but what are people going to think of me? You know, if I put that dress on, will that go down okay? If I, or should I dull it down and just wear trousers and a top all that sort of thing that starts to go through people and often these are triggers not only for what's going on in the actual moment but often it's a trigger from something in people's pasts as well so say for example they've gone along to maybe maybe a Christmas event that went a bit wrong and it got embarrassing big style embarrassing suddenly that old brain of theirs is now being triggered and all that embarrassment is coming whoosh straight through in that moment of oh my goodness me can I do this can I do this 
And in some scenarios and some situations, they won't be aware of that. They won't remember bits and bobs that have happened and that have gone on. And also, it could be that they wore a dress one day that they felt really good in. Maybe it was a little bit more revealing that they would normally wear. And, you know, a lot of people went, you look great. You look fantastic. That look, oh, you look fantastic. Oh, wow, that really suits you. But you get that one person that says something really quite yucky. And you could have a hundred people tell you you look fantastic, but that one person that says, oh, that colour doesn't suit you. Oh, oh, that's a bit too short. Oh, you're showing a bit too much skin there. Whatever it might be. That's, that's one you remember, don't you? Exactly. And that's the one thing that the brain picks up on and goes, whoosh, straight back in any moment or any situation of what's going on. And the old brain of ours, when I talk about the brain, the old brain of ours has no sense of time. So it doesn't have the ability to go, that happened 10 years ago. That happened 20 years ago. All of those sort of triggers are whoosh in that moment and in that, yeah, that real discomfort of, oh, heck, what am I going to do here? They say, don't they, <clears throat> that, you know, a lot of the, the, the things we have and the feelings we have, we don't, like you said, we don't even know we have. It goes back years and years and years. And it's only when, you know, we, we work with experts who know how to pull it out of us that, you know, it, it's that type of thing. And it is interesting, isn't it? Even when, you know, I work with clients, you can say to them, right, I've chosen you this green dress, for example. And they say, no, 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 I can't wear that. And I say, why not? Oh, no, it reminds me of my school uniform. How many times I've heard that? Because obviously it might relate back to, you know, their school days might not have been that great. Or actually the pleated skirt that they had to wear was horrendous. And they felt awful in it. So it, it goes back to that. And, you know, picking up on, on something else you said, there was a survey done about, oh, my goodness, about two to three years ago that said when that invite lands... You know, when that invite lands, people will find an excuse not to go to that event. And it is predominantly about not who they're going with, not about the people they're meeting, not about the food they're going to eat, but about, oh, God, what am I going to wear? And they will decline an invitation. They'll make an excuse. You know, oh, I can't get a babysitter or actually, no, I can't do it. So I think from, you know, and obviously I, I work with clients on making sure that what they wear is, is going to give them that confidence, that positive mindset and whatever. But how, how do we start to identify what that trigger is? And how do people start to, in your expertise, put almost like a coping mechanism in there to allow them to go, okay. Yeah, yeah, great. The invite's landed. I've got something wonderful to wear because they've, they've found something or they have something in the wardrobe that's their favourite. How do they start to flip the negative into the positive? I think this was, it is difficult, like you say, because there's a, there could be a, a, life's, a life's worth of yuck that's coming through in that moment that they won't necessarily be aware of what's happened and what's going on. And I think the first thing is to be aware of where you feel it, where you feel it in your body. Because where, where you feel it in your body can be related to different times. But don't worry too much about that. But where you feel it in your body and what's that feeling really saying? Is that feeling or that thought or that sense or whatever? Is it true? Is it really true what it's telling you? You know, I'm not good enough. I don't look good. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not the other. And if you feel that it's true, then argue it. Is it really true? 
what is it about that? You know, and does it boil down to the fact that you go, actually, my nose looks too big? And I know that sounds sort of really flippant, but, you know, it, it could boil down to something really, really simple. And then you kind of go, okay, I don't like my um, oh bottom, for example. So therefore, I am going to wear something that actually makes my bottom look comfortable to me, if that makes sense. So that when I look in the mirror, and also I think part of this is as well is, Going with what you feel is right, not what others tell you, because that's, you know, or if you're going to ask somebody, make sure it's somebody that you really value their, their input and their side of it. And you can go, yeah, that person is telling me the absolute truth and they are telling me that that doesn't look great, but not from the point of view of being mean and horrible, from the point of view of going, I think you could look better than that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Not- yeah. yeah, no, absolutely it does. Because what's really interesting is when, when we look in a mirror, and people will have heard me say this before, when you look in a mirror and when I look in a mirror or anyone else, right, we, we see the points that we're not that happy about. It could be like you said, the big nose. It could be the fact that, you know, people think they've got a big bottom. It could be the fact that their ears feel too big for their head, all that type of thing, right? And then what happens is you get dressed, you go to the event and someone says, oh, I love your shoes. And you'll be thinking, hang on a minute, why are you not looking at my nose or my ears or my bottom? Do you know what I mean? And that's when what we do, you know, from a styling point of view, it's about accentuating the areas that you love and illusionizing the areas that you don't feel that comfortable with. It's, and that's how it works. And like you said, it goes back to what makes you feel good. And that then goes back to dressing for you not dressing for somebody else don't don't dress in how sorry don't dress in how someone else expects you to look like dress according to how you feel and what makes you feel good and i think then that would start to knock the edge off the anxiety that potentially different situations cause and i think also as well is that experimenting don't leave everything to the last minute And the more you do something, the more you wear something, the more you try something on, the more you, you know, feel comfortable in it and go, yeah, this is good. The more you then trick the old brain to go, I'm all right with this. And I know this is going to sound a little bit silly, maybe. But for example, if you can imagine it, as far as the old brain is concerned, either A, has happened or B, will happen. So if you're imagining yourself walking into that party celebration whatever it is tripping and falling off and going oh, that is exactly what your old brain is, is thinking is exactly going to happen so that's going to add into the anxiety if you can kind of prep yourself for your brain beforehand going i'm going to have a great time it's going to be this it's going to be that it's going to be that and really look at it in a real positive way you're in a sense tricking your brain and training your brain to go this is going to be great. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to look fantastic. I'm going to feel blinking brilliant. Bring it on rather than going, oh, this could happen. Oh, that could happen. Oh, the other could happen. Because the more you kind of think about the negative, the more you're feeding that negative part of your brain to go, oh, don't even bother going, actually. Just just stay at home. Yeah. Because it's safe at home. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is. It's, uh, your whole body 
it listens to you and it's not just the words that come out of your mouth it's not just the thoughts it's your posture as well and i'm guessing that you may kind of be very much aware of this because you could put the most fantastic outfit on somebody if they're all slumped over and they're like oh hiding everything then they're gonna they're gonna kind of send out this message of oh my god i'm really really not comfortable here and oh message the universe of please don't be nice to me kind of thing but if you open your chest and have your shoulders pulled back and chin up a bit and walk in confidently. You're telling the whole world that you're confident, whether you're feeling that or not, it doesn't matter, but you're telling the whole, but you're also telling your body. You're telling your body that you're confident and that you're walking into this party and you're going to have a blinking great time sort of a thing. But but people have, you know, and I'm not sure if the listeners can relate to this, that, you know, there's there's times, isn't there? We've all done it, you know, me included, you know. um, There might be things that events that I've gone to or presentations I've gone to do or parties I've gone to attend. I dread because it might just be that, oh, I can't be bothered or, you know, uh, or it's just, I'm just not feeling it, you know. But it's normally the ones that you get to and you have the best time ever because you're surrounded by people that you love being surrounded by and it's true isn't it it's like you said you you know sometimes we make up our mind before we even leave the house that we're not going to enjoy it and then actually when we get there we go hmm this is okay the food's nice and the company's good or whether it's a family event or christmas day you haven't burnt the potatoes and you know it's (laughs) Isn't it? it? It's all that type exactly. of thing. Um, but you are so right. And, you know, um, I was going to say to you when you were talking, when people wear clothes that make them feel good, that goes back to the reason why people wear 80% of their wardrobe 20% of the time. Because what they do, they wear the bits that make them feel good. They tend to avoid the bits that mm, actually when they put it on they might look a bit dull in the face or the color doesn't suit them so much or actually it could be a I don't know a pair of trousers that bags around the hips or so we tend to wear the clothes we like wearing that's where it all comes from that you know we wear 20% of our wardrobe 80% of the time and the rest gets left and then if you think about it there will be a certain few garments in your wardrobe you love and it could be your coat it could be the handbag you carry it could be the shoes that you've got on you know but people you know for for those of you who know me um I have a Zara dress which is stunning and you know I bought it for a wedding but it's one of those dresses if I can't find something or I don't want to buy anything new because I'm you know just working with the wardrobe I've got if I do any event or I go anywhere that Zara dress comes out it's timeless it's bright it's colorful it's got the most stunning print on it on it suits my shape to a T obviously but it's the one I roll out time after time after time and that's where in theory the whole wardrobe needs to be that you want to be able to open it up so you know, if you, if you planned Christmas Day and then suddenly you get an invite which says Boxing Day, round friends for drinks, you don't go, oh God. Because then again, I'm, that's where the anxiety comes in, doesn't it? It, it comes at you like yeah. a ton of bricks really fast because you actually haven't got any time to plan, have you? And just when you were saying that about that Zara dress of yours, 
it, we use something called anchor techniques in the therapy world where you put an anchor to something that feels absolutely fantastic. And it feels to me that like that Zara dress for you is this anchor of feeling great, looking good, bring it on, kind of confidence, everything within it. So the moment you put that on, it's like I can take on the world kind of a feel that sort of you possibly get from that. Yeah. But that doesn't just have to be an item of clothing. And, and, and I hope that's okay to say, but it might be a piece of jewelry. Yeah. You know, that might be a piece of jewelry that you absolutely love that kind of you just, you, you just love it. And it has great memories, great everything to it. You can use that with maybe something that feels maybe a little bit uncomfortable, but you know you've got to wear it. Maybe it's a bit more of a, dare I say, more of a flashy type of a, or a high, whatever, you know, kind of thing yeah, you're yeah. going along to, where you don't really feel massively comfortable in that. But if you've got a piece of jewellery that feels fantastic, feels great for you, that can be a little bit like an anchor that you go, yeah, but I've got my ring or my, or my necklace or my earrings. And every time you touch them, you, just, you get that, oh, sort of feeling kind yeah. of about, well, Helen, explain the anchor, because if people are listening, but you've obviously touched on it quickly, what is the anchor? Just explain so, it, people might be able to resonate and take something away with this. So basically, an, an anchor is something that has real, I'm going to say positive energy about it, because it could be a thought, it could be feeling, it could be sense, you know, it could be anything, but a real yeah. positive about it and let's say for example um, you've got someone that, that does suffer with anxiety and they, that they have their wedding ring and you see them playing with their wedding ring you can kind of anchor in and go every time that you touch that wedding ring you're back at that wedding day feeling amazing looking fantastic so that every time they touch it they get this oh feeling of being there at the wedding and it might not necessarily be the walking down the aisle bit you know it could be the bit afterwards that was part of the fun the family the dance it could be you know later on in an evening where it was just that more of a chill time where everybody's just dancing laughing giggling having great fun so that every time that that ring is touched she or he is getting straight back to that moment of being on that dance floor having a great great time and just to just to take it a slight step further, we've all been in the car, for example, we've listened to the radio and the, 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 um, the song comes on. And in that moment, we're transported straight back to a concert, for example. Yeah. A concert, we remember who we were with, remember the songs, remember what we were drinking, we remember what we were, you know, everything about it. And suddenly you can see it, you can feel it, you can sense it, you're absolutely in that moment. And that's a little bit like what an anchor is about. That's, that's a, an anchor of music. It just takes us back. So in that moment, we feel that positivity. It's a good feeling. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a good feeling, isn't it? It's like, you know, it sounds silly. It's like when you said in the car, you, you hear a piece of music, you go, oh, yes, I'm going to crank that up. Because it is, isn't it? It's that yes. feel good feeling. Or if you're, if you're in the house, I know it sounds stupid, right? If you're in the house and you've got the radio on or you've got, I don't know, anything else playing through your iTunes or whatever, and a song comes on, and even if you're cleaning or if you're hoovering, suddenly you hoover with a little bit of a step in you, don't you? Because it <laughs> exactly. is. And it's really interesting how, you know, people talk about anxiety and, and people talk about mental health. And I think at the moment, you know, for, for what the, the past couple of years have been, it's been a tough old world, you know, for, for everybody in so many different ways. And I think if, I think I love the whole anchor technique thing. I think that's wonderful. And again, it's about, you know, having confidence in however 
whatever shape or form that takes you to go to obviously what we're talking about today is like, it's like the Christmas events and things like that. But in life, it's about using certain things like, you know, whether it be your handbag as a woman, it could be your, a gentleman with their shoes or something like that. You know, it's about, you know, people laugh. So, you know, for those of you who are obviously listening, you can't see my glasses, but my glasses are big and they're bold and they're, you know, they're, they're quite strong. For, for those watching on YouTube, obviously you can see them. Um, but what's really interesting is when I had my eyes tested, the lady said to me, the optician, right now, you've got, you're very petite, I'm only five foot, you know, hence the pocket stylist, but you know, you need a very small pair of glasses that matches your face shape. Oh no, I said, no, 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 thank you. I, if I've got to wear glasses, I'm wearing a pair that makes me feel confident. And I think that's where you can gauge your confidence. You know, if I was given a pair of glasses that I hated, or I didn't feel comfortable in it, let's put it that way, I wouldn't wear them. I'd avoid, yeah. it, like a, I'd avoid it like the plague because I'd be like, oh no, it's not really me. Whereas I chuck my glasses on and people say, oh my God, they're so you. And that's where <laughs> you then gauge your confidence from. So going back to what yes. you said, it's the, it's the anchor, it's the, you know, we want people, don't we? You and I want people to go get that invitation and go, okay, that's fine. I want to go, but let's think about it. Let's have a bit of a plan as to what I can wear and how I can feel great for that event. And, it, you know, whether you're going to the local pub, like we said, with your school mums or going to a beautiful meal at the Langham in London, you know, it, it's all about that, isn't it? It's about using what we've got and using the energy in our body to allow us, well, almost to give us permission to enjoy. Yeah, and I just want to add in just a little, as terrible as this sounds, sorry, I'm not a bit of a negative. No, go on. But as awful as it is, if you don't put big girl pants on or big boy pants on, um, to lose there. Yeah. you know, the, the, the brain has won. Yes. The brain has won. And when it wins, it's going to keep going down that route. So that one Christmas thing like you say whether it's family whether it's friends whether it's the mums whether it's something that's a bit more um uh high flying whatever the word it wants to be yeah you know if you back off the brain has won so if you you're going to know about whatever it is that's coming up nine times out of ten yeah like you say you could get that quick drop in oh my goodness me boxing day we've been invited to x y z yes that could happen but uh, with a lot of them you're going to know about it up front. So it's that being aware of that feeling. Notice where you feel that feeling and going, right, okay, let's stamp that feeling. Let's see what I can do to be aware of it, but allow it to not stop you. At the end of the day, and I know this is going to sound really kind of easy for me to say, it is just a feeling. Your brain is seeing something as a threat. And yes, it is a horrible feeling for some. I absolutely get that. But it is seeing something as a threat and it is seeing it incorrectly. Going out for a meal, a, a drinks, get together, is not a threat to your survival, but that's what your brain is telling you is, is going on. So it's saying stay safe, stay safe. So if you continue to stay safe, then you run the risk of it getting worse and worse and worse, as awful as that sounds. So 
put the big girl or big boy pants on and do your best to step up, chuck everything at it that you can. Get yourself feeling as positive. Put the music on. Get yourself, if you need to, hoover the house with your great dress on so you get used to how it feels and you put music on so that it, it, it all becomes positives in the brain so that our own brain has no level of logic whatsoever. So you can trick it. Absolutely yeah, yeah. can you trick it. So get yourself set up there. Chuck the energy into where it is. Even if it's a pair of shoes that you go, right, I'm going to walk them in before I am so that when I walk in there, I am on it kind of thing. But do a bit of prep. Don't leave it all to that last day. Don't leave it all to that last few hours of getting ready. And when it is come to that last few hours of getting ready, wherever it is, try and plan it so that you've got the time. You've got the time to get yourself feeling, sensing, being the way you want, the music, the hot bath, or whatever it might be. Make it part of your routine so that you feel fabulous when you walk out that door. And, and you are so right. And there's a, there's a saying, isn't there? If you plan to fail, you fail to... No, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And sometimes, you know, we're all very good at doing it. We, we all do it. I haven't got time. But actually, sometimes it just takes a couple of minutes. And I'm just going to, I just want to add on as well. You know, people sometimes say to me, yeah, but in order to feel good, you know, I need to be able to spend some money on what I'm wearing specifically, or the shoes or the arrows. And I say, no, no, no. You know, whether you wear Primark or whether you wear Prada, it's how you wear it. It's not where you bought it from. Because honestly, what happens is people put their clothes on. You don't wear the label on the outside. People aren't going to see you on Christmas Day or the New Year's Eve party or the, you know, the mum's meal or whatever and go, oh, that's from Primark. They just don't do it. You know, they look at the person and how they're wearing it. And, you know, a lot of it is, you know, when, when we all wear our clothes, it's lovely when someone says to us, Oh, I like that dress. Or where did you get that from? Because again, people don't get it. They, they look at how you're wearing it and, and, and that kind of thing. So I, I love what you contributed to this podcast. I love it. So before we go, and I, I am going to put you right on the spot now, Helen, and please, don't, oh my God, what would your top three tips be to handle, um, that anxiety when something like that invitation lands? First thing is to acknowledge it's there. Acknowledge it's there. Be aware of it. Don't try and kind of go, oh, acknowledge it's there. Be aware of it. Be bold and go, right, yeah, I've got really yucky feeling in my stomach about this and it feels horrid. It's a feeling. Yes, it can feel horrendous. Please don't get me wrong. And I absolutely get that. But it is a feeling. And then making that choice of, is this feeling going to stop me from doing what I want to do? And then, you know, in some situations, people might go, actually, that feeling is telling me that this isn't right for me to do. Does that make sense? So, so yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. because, you know, there may be an invite that you get that actually really isn't right for you to do. And, and, and allow yourself to go, mm, yeah, I'm going to listen to this. Because it's not just an uncomfortable, it's actually telling me to be wary of, of whatever it is. So, you know, allow yourself to be aware of it and what's happening, what's going on. And as I said, make that choice of deciding whether or not you're going to push through it. 
And then it's that, okay, what am I going to do to help me get through this? And that's when it comes to the, I'm going to imagine myself having a fantastic, fantastic time. I'm going to, I'm going to put on what I'll need to do. I'm going to, you know, do the prep work ready for this so that it isn't going to go boom in that moment. And whenever anything triggers anything anywhere along the line, again, be aware of it, notice it, sit with it. Don't shy away from it. Allow yourself to be aware of it. Because when you're aware of it, you can, you're more likely to going to be able to see it coming, if that sort of makes sense. Yeah. There's obviously things like breathing techniques and all that kind of a thing that you can do that can be extremely helpful. I've got a link to a tool that I'm happy to, to pop your list so that you can pop, pop to yeah, others yeah. if need be. I, I don't know if that's allowed. And these yeah, things yeah, yeah, no, because what I was going to say to you was... Um, you know, where can people find you? Because obviously you and I've had a, a, a wonderful chat, but if anyone has, has listened and thought, mm, I'd like to know a little bit more about Helen, where can they find you and how can they, yeah, where can they find you and see what you're yeah, up to? So, yeah, you can find me Instagram, I'm on Facebook, um, and I'm also on LinkedIn. So those are three kind of areas you come across me. If you look for Anxiety Slayer um, Helen on um uh instagram you will find me there hypnotherapy works if you put that into um search engine and put hypnotherapy works helen good again you will find me there so i'm quite easy to sort of be found yeah. out there. not not too difficult to find um but yes that's the kind of the best ways if you have anything that you want to add or ask feel free to to drop in and send me a message but as i say i'll pop that link through to you and then you can pop it to yeah. with anything yeah, absolutely. The, the link will be on the show notes. So if anybody wants to, to link it up, we, it will be in the show notes and you can just click on it. So that's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, Helen, thank you. It, it's another one of those topics, isn't it, that we, we've covered that you, you could just talk about forever. But I hope for yeah. those of you that have listened that you've managed to take away some great tips. The top three tips were fantastic. Don't forget the anchor. And, and honestly, take away from, from the styling point of view as well some hints and tips as well so Helen thank you so much for coming to join me today um, thank you to everyone who has listened and we look forward to seeing you next week um, thank you Helen ever so much and see you soon thanks everybody bye bye Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.